Here are some of my thoughts on writing in life for May 2022. This month marks the beginning of the third year for my Living the Writing Life podcast and my third year as a podcast host. When I think about how the podcast came to be, I realize that in many ways, it's like what happens in my garden every year. I plant some seeds and with luck, they will germinate. But many times what also appears in that patch of dirt is a bit of a surprise since the birds also contribute seeds gathered from various points of the woods and fields. The fact is I'm never entirely sure what will grow or how well it will produce. All I can do is my part, plant the seeds, water the soil and pull weeds, then sit back and see what happens. That's what we writers do every time we put pen to paper or fingers to keyboard. We sow word seeds in our literary garden and then wait to see if anything will come to fruition. We follow the same process when we market our work. sow promotion seeds in our platform garden and then wait to see if we gain reader and industry attention. And that is also the story behind my Living the Writing Life podcast. It began in January of 2020 when I was plotting a different kind of garden, the launch of my second short story collection, Peripheral Visions and Other Stories. I had big plans, really, really big plans. Then, well, we all know what transpired that spring and how even the best laid plans went so completely awry. Like many authors with books coming out in the midst of the pandemic, I found myself with all my in-person appearances canceled and all my book promotion preparations summarily dumped in the trash. To stick with the garden simile, it was like a major frost had come unexpectedly and flash froze all my little seedlings. But then, like a ray of welcome spring sunshine, author and podcast host Casey Bell contacted me about doing an interview. What was supposed to be a blog-based conversation grew into an appearance on his podcast, and from there, the start of my own show, with Casey being my first guest, May of 2020. Since then, I have been privileged and honored to have 22 guests, all of whom who have generously shared their stories on living the writing life, why they write, what writing has brought into their lives, what they hope to accomplish through their words. And what began as a way not only to promote my own work, but give other authors a chance to promote theirs has blossomed into a literary garden that hopefully has nourished those who were on the show, as well as those who have listened to the episodes. You knew that garden metaphor would appear, right? The point I'm making is that we never really know how things will turn out in a garden, in our writing, and in our life. But being the creative people that we are, we must keep trying, keep sowing those seeds, keep tending to our garden, literary and otherwise. I've learned so much from the guests that have been on my show, not the least of which is that the writing community is a warm and welcoming one. I've been reassured by their stories of professional failures, as well as successes, encouraged by their own struggles with the creative process, and touched by their willingness to talk about their personal life experiences and how they intersected with their writing life. 
living the writing life turned out to be much more than I expected and hoped for. And I can't wait to sit down in my virtual coffee shop with more writers in the coming year. Writers who may have started out as strangers, but whom I now consider friends. I'd like to close by thanking those guests who are part of my podcast from May 2021 to April of this year. Gregory Eric Phillips, Dana Spiata, Casey Bizet, Deborah Tabola, Karen Schubert, Brad Kessler, A. Piper Berge, Wade Rouse, Gwen Goodkin, Claire Pooley, and Rhea Frey. Thank you for being on the show during my second year and for sharing your writing life with all of us here at Living the Writing Life.